Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Welcome to uh, Umphrey's McGee's oh. fan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where we just talk about Zonky track by track. Okay, diving in. Come as you are, kids. No, what was that one called? I think something like that. Okay, so here I am at a gig. Come as your kids are. At, at an undisclosed uh, uh, private ranch. I want to describe it as much as possible. Like a place where you would, you know, put your foot down. Yeah. Especially Uh, if you were a doggy. (laughs) So I'm playing this gig for this rich ass asshole families. Fuck. This gig was the worst gig I've ever played in my life. Post gig, food and beverage manager is using the uh, job site radio to play something off of her iPhone. I just described what. (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> I feel so old sometimes. <laughs> she she was using her her. Uh, was she using Bluetooth technology? She's using Bluetooth to uh, play through a stereo system. Bluetooth is pretty reliable these days. <laughs> it's pretty. Re- you know, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I don't even carry an aux cable with me anymore. It's essentially, like they don't even have the input on some devices. That's amazing. Anymore. So <laughs> I don't know why the story had to start that way. She's listening to an album, and I am. I am too cool to ask people what something is. Yeah. So I should, I shazam that shit. You always got to shazam that shit. And we're listening to this song, which is a mashup, which is not, this is different than a medley, which I have to explain to people older than me. Yeah. Musicians who are older than me that don't understand that a medley is just shoving two songs together. Mm -hmm. But a mashup is interweaving two songs like and sometimes medleys will have a moment of a mashup in the transition sometimes yes know? yes but um uh this is a mashup of highway to hell and <sighs> something else i can't remember um, what, what it is was. it uh, electric avenue i believe okay and <laughs> and i am curious i like my i love that i know that nick ryan listens to this podcast <laughs> and i can't wait to discuss what we're discussing with him he will <laughs> And so, um, so this is on, and I'm like, whoa, that's pretty good, because I am a uh, musician who entertains people, mm-hmm. and I and you've seen the power of the medley. I love the medley, and I love the mashup when yeah. you can find them. But I'm not a DJ. I think the DJ brain they know what it is because that's yeah. where mashups started. Yes, uh, very much. Do you remember Girl Talk? Yes, from oh. like the aughts. Yes. Carly just reminded me. We were so we were listening to this That's the other day. Right. And Carly was like, "Remember that DJ?" And she found it. It was Girl yes. Talk. And it totally jogged this part of my brain that I hadn't. Wow, that un- that undusted something. For right, me. it really did for me too. Wow. Um, so we're listening to this. I shazam it. Find out that it's because um, uh, it's intriguing and it sounds good. What is this? And I find out that it's a band, <laughs> a band that I don't even I hate without even knowing. You hate the idea of. I've never heard an um, Umphreys McGee song, yeah. but I hate them. But they're called that. It's the worst name ever. Yeah. Because they're like, what are they? They're like a uh, Mo. And I actually don't know what Mo is either. M-O-E, yeah. Mo or uh, uh, what's the other ones? There's a bunch of them. Is, um, what's Leftover Salmon? That's members of others. Was there some band with Lettuce in the name? Lettuce is a band, but that's more on the snarky puppy Oh, okay. That's more. In Isn't I? I thought Umphreys McGee was like Snarky Puppy. I think. Yeah, I didn't. I thought they were just a shitty jam band like Fish. Yeah. Which, in a way, they are. They're they're a little more eclectic. 
Yeah. The styles and influences are much broader. Yes. I listened to this album Zonky yeah. that I found out is all mashups. And the way the way Is the was, name a mashup, do you think? Probably. Like uh like uh like cr- crazy zonky, crazy donkey. Like a crazy donkey? <laughs> okay. Um I know. Let's not. We don't even have to make fun of this. <laughs> it makes fun of itself. So it was described to me as we were as I was packing up, I can hear in the background a service person saying it's like you're listening to it and you recognize the song and you're like, whoa, I can't believe they went there with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cheese. Yeah. So I downloaded the album. And, and you realized your foot was tapping. I downloaded <laughs> it and listened to it on the way home and I found myself in a, in the brainy side of me entertainment wise, I did find myself being like, whoa, yeah. I can't believe they went there. Yeah. Well, that's, okay, that, that one's really good. This is amazing. There's a couple on that that do make me I have a physical response of like, wow. Yeah. Imagining if you were at your favorite band was playing. And as I was telling my dad, I introduced my dad to this too. And we were sitting there and I was like, if you're watching your favorite jam band, you're a jam band person. Yeah. There's probably some sort of drug use. Um, Miller Creek. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of local bands, but yes, Miller Creek. Does that count? They're local. Definitely. Oh yeah. Are they still a band? I don't know. But I don't know. Anyway, I was if treated we, I was treated poorly by some members of that band once, and it, it, I feel like it gives me permission think, to I, say whatever I want. I think um, uh, I don't care about them, uh, but jam bands in general, no thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody was asking me a, a, a very zenial, or, or what's after millennials? Uh, this person is 21 years old. Yeah. yeah, and this person is 21 years old, and they were asking me, what the difference was between uh, fish and blues traveler. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what? weird. What a weird question. But then again, they were all tied together at some point. Like blues traveler live is a jam band. Yeah. Album wise. They're not, they have, they make a good three minute fucking radio. Hit. Yeah. But they were in that scene. Uh, but then I was like, uh, and, but the way I told them, I was like, well, fish kind of sounds like, Ugh, and blues traveler sounds like, Pfft. and uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't even know how to start this conversation with you. Yeah. Anyway, zonky. I, I have, I have moments in there where I genuinely have, if you were, okay, sorry. If you were, if Umphreys McGee, God, I'll learn how to say this. If Umphreys McGee was your favorite band, you're getting, you, you had your, you got a little high and you're at this Wilma. Yeah. Uh, circa Twirling. 19, uh, circa 2003. Yeah. And Just doing and, hippie flips and you love this shit. And then all of a sudden they're playing a song that you recognize. So your favorite band's playing a song, you uh, cover, which is automatically a lift yeah. at those shows yeah. or any show. Um, and then, uh, it's the, you recognize the riff, but all of a sudden they're singing electric Avenue over the highway to hell. Riff. Yeah. Your brain would melt no. and you couldn't, you couldn't fathom the world getting any better yeah. than that moment. And I have that visceral response on occasion on a, a few of these songs where I'm like, Whoa, okay, wait, that is good. Yes. That is making, that is hitting all the like. Classic rock cover buttons right mm-hmm. there. Oh, like, and even on, it might be on that same one. They all of a sudden jump into uh, electric feel that never comes back. 
that one happens on one song where they just do that in the middle. Wait, almost is for Electric no... Feel the MGMT song? Yes, yeah. That happens oh, on... Oh, they go into that? It's on one of them. Well, because they do the MGMT kid song with the Nirvana song. That one's, yes. And then on another one, they have Electric Feel just comes in for that riff. Oh. In between? They don't even... And like, uh, uh, like, hold on, folks. And like, it's so stupid. Yeah. And it's not but original it did music. Something. But it, it, I feel that like, oh. And it's the first time I thought about, because I don't have a, uh, I don't have a band anymore. Yeah. I don't have a cover band that does fun shit anymore. Right. And it was the first moment where I thought like, okay, now that, I don't want to do what they're doing, but that does remind me of that power and and it's marketable for me and, and gigging wise at some of these places where people don't know what music is. Yeah. They love to hear that type of shit. Yeah. But uh, I had a moment where I thought this is crazy because I listened to the uh, rest of Umphreys McGee's selections. And what is it like? Garbage. Like, I'm sorry. That's not what I'm allowed to say. It's good for someone. You don't, it's not in your taste, but is it like, is it, it's just kind of jam band stuff? It's jammy with, um, it's jammy and with occasional references to heavy metal, uh, like guitar, but then with references to reggae. Like a ween kind of thing. It does seem like they don't take anything fucking seriously, which is ween, where 90% of ween to me, I'm like, hey, you know, it can't all be tongue in cheek. Yeah. Jesus, guys. Like, don't you, you know what, Ween, I like Ween to yeah. some extent, but there are moments with that band where I I feel as a listener, I'm like, God, well, if you guys don't care about it, why should I? Like, what the fuck? Like, put on a clean shirt to get on stage. You don't like, like, so. It, it, like, <laughs> That's a real pants. Just admit, it's okay to admit you're having fun. Yeah. It's okay to admit that this is cool. Yeah. Or, or the opposite, like, this is just dumb. Yeah. It, like, what, what, what? Take it seriously. But, uh, both of these bands have dumb fucking names. Uh, there's something to me about. Well, uh, Ween is, isn't, is Ween just their last, is that their real last no, name? No. That's their stage last names. Dean, Dean Ween. Dean, and what's the other one? Uh, uh, Sack Ween. Sack Ween? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my, new, that's my new, I can't remember his name. Oh, what's his nuts? Sack. Sack. Is his name Sack? <laughs> Uh, Sack Ween and Dean Ween. Yeah. So the Umphreys McGee, like, I feel like um, I listened to, I, I, to be honest, I didn't make it through any full song. Oh, I can't believe. Oh, you missed out on all the fucking. I feel like I got to the parts of the song where I was like, oh, here's. Here's the thing. I like get the title now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but it, and I totally hear what you're saying. Like, if you were, you know, I have, I have Dave Matthews band fandom in my past. Yeah. When did you go to a Dave Matthews band show? Because there's the whole tradition, right? Of like, how many shows have you been to? Each set's different. They never do the same thing twice. They yeah. play covers. They go into random shit, and you can record. You can record it all yourself. That's kind of like a jam band thing yeah. too. Um, and <laughs> so it's like collecting these moments, totally. you know. Yeah. So like, I get the live thing, but to put them all on an album, they felt did it like in the studio. Too. Yeah, it yeah. felt like. It feels like Weird. that they, they're also very like clean oh. and straight. Like they do a good job of like sounding like MGMT, oh, they sound and even you know? uh, vocally they do really well. So the effect is almost just like a DJ mashup, and you don't even band. appreciate that it's a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and and I get that like they probably did one of these a tour. And, and then, collected them, yeah, and it and was then, just easy for them to make some money off of it. Yeah. Yes. And I and I and I and I also will admit, 
I listened to it one time straight through and was entertained as fuck by it. And then I listened to it the second time and it was automatically background. Yeah. And I kind of forgot. Yeah. But then like two or three of them I've gone back to and I can still hear and be like, yes. Like the first one is Radiohead. An Exodus? In Bob Marley? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh and uh uh, What's no, the Radiohead song? Uh, uh, the first one's uh, I forget, uh, but the Exodus is over life during wartime. That's what it heads. is. Life and, during Exodus, and uh, I still a little goosebumpy. I think that was actually my favorite one. That's it's, the first track. They also do the mashup a little differently than a lot of people do it, where they flip flop. You know, they're using the melody and the words on the verse, yeah, and the riff. But the next time they get to the verse, they've switched to the words from the other song to the riff from the other song. And it is seamless. They all feel like... Jesus Christ. ...songs. They rehearse the fuck out of them. You know what is some of them? It's like the like the fucking ACDC Electric Avenue one. Yeah. Those are just both like such... So disparate. Yeah, and they're also (laughs) just like big, obnoxious hooks. Yes. You know, that like really have nothing to say to They just happen to match. The chords just happen to match. That's really it. It's so funny. But that one is like, uh, that one specifically too was, I was in the car and I literally could be saying out loud, I didn't think they'd go there with it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. And yes, if I was, you know, just like especially unsuspecting yeah and you were like again your favorite band's rocking and all of a sudden they do this oh this little trick it's a magic trick too like where you know the effort you know you know being in a band with me playing a cover there's effort there there's effort of like okay make sure you do this one little hit dude but don't worry about the entire riff that part doesn't matter there's it's so scientific anyway this is like fucking test tube type shit no they really nail it <laughs> it's ama- and, and imagine you're like four or five people discussing this it must take a while yeah, to work. put these together no doubt and also <laughs> you know like i'm sure to a big payoff with live Jesus like Christ. people must have lost it must have been like in the second matrix when they have the like dance orgy in yeah, the cave that's exactly what happens <laughs> zion is a party <laughs> yes Zion's a party. Everybody, that is what's happening. Like instantly losing their damn minds. Like that song ha- that happens. Everybody lets go of the of the uh, the toke they just took <laughs> and starts having sex <laughs> instantly. Everyone like that song happens. You just the person next to you. You are touching Fucking their genitals. Zonky. It's on. So is Umphreys McGee in your research? Is this a band? Because I've heard about this band forever. Mm-hmm. Are they like a band that you find out has like seventy five albums and they're all like six? years old or no these guys are all my age okay. uh ish uh and they do have a complement of albums yeah um i i i scanned they and, used to come uh, to missoula didn't they yeah they definitely were like a two-night yeah wilma show yeah. i think even recently still okay um yeah they yeah i can't stand their music whatsoever yeah. after cruising through it but this but also on this this side of it, as much work as it takes and all that, and they're talented and all that, uh, it's still a fucking cover on top of a cover, and I get the enjoyment. The initial moment is huge for me. Yeah. Oh, this is great. And then the second listen, and again was like, okay, yeah, okay. And then third listen was like, all right, now I need to actually sit down and find my own. Yeah. That was, and then 
So while I was sitting there at night two of the worst gig I've ever played at Pause Up, which was not a Pause Up gig, this family was fucking terrible. Right. These people were terrible. And you, before you didn't even mention the resort. I know, but Pause Up, it's fine. It's pause Up, that's where I work sometimes. It was an outdoor gig. Give me a break. God damn it. Jesus, God, we got to get some shit done. I've, people. <laughs> Uh, uh, what about COVID? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, but I have to pay rent. God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> also, if I don't play music, even the worst gig in the world, if I'm not performing, I'm... You're also fully vaxxed, baby. Sure. Vaccinated, ready to go. We're both fully vaxxed. And I wear masks, and I wash my hands. Jesus, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm leaving you alone. Um. No, uh, uh, then I sat there and was like, okay... Awesome. That exists. Now I need my Meaning own. Zonky. Yeah, that exists. And goddamn, that's it's right. Like I need those moments in the so you, shows where people don't know what music is. So you got the mashup gears turning. So I got the mashup gears turning and found some. Ooh. Which they're hard to find. You know how I find them the most? Is I like it's all about being patient, but I sat in the room with the staff. And was playing chain, uh, guitar. I was playing guitar just quietly in the background, and I was playing the chords to a song, and literally waited until somebody started singing a song, because that's what people do. They hear something and it sounds like something, and then they just. And what I was doing was playing the chords from "I Will Survive," just slowly, not the real song, and someone started to sing "Cat Stevens' Wild World," and I realized, oh fuck. Wild World and I Will Survive are the same chords. Oh. They're a little different. And they're just different enough. And then, which led me down to, you know, then I'm sitting out uh, at a picnic table outside of the barn learning the the guitar riffs from Wild World so I can play that chorus with the verse from I Will Survive. And I was like, ah, I found one. And you did it? But I find like one a year yeah. when I do find them. Because I'm not looking for them. I bet if you look for them, you're That's what them. I'm doing right now is looking for them. Because the the physical effect... People look like it. Jesus Christ. That's like just... just also, give me, I... Give me all your I feel money. like in a lot of like, you know, brewery gigs, like That's, gigs where you're like kind of background and it's yeah. sort of a battle to engage people. Those bring them in. That'll get them. Because they recognize the song. Yeah. And, and they're then, like, I recognize this song too. Well, your spidey sense goes up when you hear a song that's different. Yeah. And you're like, wait, wait, why did they change it? Yeah. Even if you're not musically inclined, you, yeah. you're still, you know what is this? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's also, typically, it's funny. When I'm doing shit like this, when I am investigating covers and learning covers and blah, 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 I tend to write more. That's usually when oh, I sit cool. down and write more. If I'm not learning new songs, I'm also not writing. Yeah, yeah. Because I you get I get trapped. That in makes the, sense. And yeah, I don't want to work. So I'm actually writing again, which is fucking amazing. After all this bullshit, dude, you Stupid put out a ton year. of shit this year. <laughs> kind of. Everyone, everyone <laughs> saw your uh, story. Your front page just happens to be sitting here on the fucking, table. Uh, entertainer story. Front page. Thank you, Corey Walsh. It's an awesome picture of you with a bunch of fucking wires hanging off your head denim tuxedo denim Fuck tuxedo yeah. sitting on your dog bed yeah it's a great story yeah and uh yeah if you like to uh do meditation that's the uh check out <laughs> travis's meditations out meditation the mighty meditation albums which we talked about those that's so funny we talked about them before i released them yeah we haven't talked about how how crazy disappointing slash amazing that whole situation was <laughs> 
So I released the first one, and it's a precursor to my album to just get the algorithm rolling yeah. on Facebook. And, and uh, um, that's the most downloads slash streams slash purchases I've ever had of any single album in a two-day period. Oh. And then on day three, nothing. Really? Gone. Just like... So- not even like streams were like, I'm not like, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about actual numbers, but it was probably day 150,000 the first day. <laughs> Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, uh, but, but not, but numbers that would make you be like really cool. <laughs> and then day three, three streams, no purchases. Wow. And what, what just you- so quick. Like that's quick. Like that's how quick our, our the, internet life is really, and then I released the album, which did well, great, did better than my last album, great, yeah, and hopefully because of this this weird promo, yeah, and then mighty meditations, more mighty meditations, a month later, like twenty five streams. What is going on? Like I know that the first one was just based off of charity. Like this is this is an artist. People want a place where yeah. they can help you. And not just hand you money. Yeah. And I, I and honestly, if somebody handed me money as much as I would like that, I'd probably feel you wouldn't weird. like I'd it either. Feel yeah. Fucking weird. Totally. <laughs> here. Yeah. You're probably doing bad right now. Yeah. I'm doing fine. I don't need an album. No, just take. I don't. I don't need a copy or CD. <laughs> just take just, the fifteen dollars. Yeah. Just here. Come on. Go get yourself a sandwich, dude. <laughs> that reminds me. Get of, yourself a sandwich and wash your car. Okay? Reminds me of playing with magpies in Boise. And we played this, it was like one of the first tree forts oh, wow. and we got booked and like the two bands before us at this venue were like bluegrass <laughs> and the last song of the band before us, they played rock and Robin and people were like <laughs> dancing on tables. <laughs> and I went to the, the promoter and was like, I, I know we're called magpies and we're from Montana, but like, this isn't what we're not like, we don't play this kind of music. And it's not really complimentary to this kind of music at all. And they're like, no, no, the venues aren't genre specific. And I was like, hmm, yeah, they kind of are. I feel like they are. Yeah. Uh, but okay. And why wouldn't they be? We clear the bar out just totally. And then uh, <laughs> Sam is, is selling is at the merch table after, and a dude comes up and is like, <laughs> can I buy you a drink? And she's like, no, but you could like buy a CD or a sticker or something. And he was like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Oh man, brutal! That's the worst. It is brutal. Really? Just instead of seven dollars gin and tonic, just give us seven dollars for the CD. No. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, so after Mighty More Mighty Meditations was released, and also it's half the length because I just boiled it down. Yeah. I was like, okay, I took I had two kind of styles for the first one, and pe- you could see via streaming that they didn't like the secondary style. So yeah. great, I'll just stick to the one they like. Do that one. Yeah. Give them four of them, and then. Nothing happened, like just just dead <laughs> tumbleweeds. Which immediately now, my first thought wasn't all right. Well, that's over. No, my first thought is like, okay, so Mighty Meditations three. What's that going to be like? <laughs> just like now, it, now it's almost going to become antagonistic for me. Do it to be like, oh, you guys thought the first one was funny. Thanks for that. You didn't like the second one. Oh, you're gonna hate the third one. There you go, baby. <laughs> Do you? you no i've been writing more of them this this round of meditations will be about uh it's going to be about gig workers service workers and uh, people who work on spec. about them or for them for them sorry got it people who work on spec oh. i have a whole one who work- do <laughs> oh, it yeah. you like 
<laughs> I can't wait. But no, it's it's just a stupid thing that um is the weirdest social experiment that I've been that I've personally been involved in. And is it just the face? Do you think? I mean, I hear what you're saying about yeah. like the charity thing, and that's that's like been ebbing and flowing all through yeah. COVID, and I guess time. <laughs> Yeah, we've been charitable. You know, people yeah. supporting artists. Yes. Uh in that way. But do you do you feel like is it like the Facebook algorithm or whatever that also affects this shit? Maybe, but maybe not. Like are people not seeing it in the same way after a couple of days? Is that the idea? I was really yeah, uh yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Uh I was interested in this article coming out. Like could you repost it? Yeah, you can repost it. Do yeah. you do that? Typically, no. I kind of only want to bother people once. Fucking bother them. Well, I'm not bothering them as much as I don't ever want it to look like I'm still, um, uh, what's the word? Like I'm still shoveling the thing. Like I've always been the guy who's like, uh, (laughs) you release an album and it's not uh, uh, performing the way you want. Like it doesn't do what it does. Okay, so let's work on the next one. You just keep going forward rather than ram it down. Yeah, throats. like if you're if you're still advertising your album three years later, yeah, maybe just maybe a new one. Yeah, maybe a new one. But also, this is such a joke, and they're so easy to make that like, okay, each time I do it, if I put ten percent more into it, and I'm still not working that hard, oh, let's see what this one does, and see what this one does, and like, if it's funny, but also I don't want to be the joke guy. Yeah. I don't really like being tongue in cheek all the time. Maybe well, it's funny because your mute and the article is this your original music mm-hmm. is very, I mean, it's serious is the wrong word, but it's like it's earnest, yeah, oh, definitely, you yeah. know, and so it's a fud juxtaposition. It's weird, <laughs> it definitely doesn't help me promo wise, it doesn't help me, uh, like if you're thinking of a career in business, yeah, yeah. Uh, the more you diversify, there's a point in music where you diversify so that you can make more money. Yeah. But if you diversify too hard, nobody like, can, right. The second somebody doesn't understand or doesn't get the joke, when somebody doesn't get the joke, they're out. And there's no reason someone would listen to the meditation album and then get your music and be like, Oh yeah, this oh, is exactly yeah. what I thought it would be. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> he made this weird, very niche. What else parody does this guy album. have? Yeah. Oh, and he's a songwriter. Wonder if his songs are funny. No, and they're not. Obviously, mm. actually, I, maybe the two funniest "quote unquote" songs I've ever had were on the last album that actually have a sense of humor. In yeah, them. song about you guys, about yeah. you and Carly, which is kind of funny, not really. And then a song about probably funnier if you know the if people. If you know it, yeah, yeah. But that song was the challenge of how do you describe people and make a story out of people that people don't have to know the people. Yeah. Okay. And and it's fine. Yeah, I just think it's fun. That yeah. was the only thing. The songs that I've uh, that have done the best for me over the years are the ones that I thought were fun, and that I had fun writing. Yeah, those usually translate. Yeah, into people being like, "Oh yeah, I like that song. It sounds fun." Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to, well, "Here's this song. This is really this is a really dark one. You guys don't like this? I hated writing this song. It's really I hate depressing. singing it." How about this, guys? Do you have songs like that that are so depressing to you that you have a hard time performing them? It's so funny. Uh, so um, I was working with a songwriter years and years ago. You know very well. And uh, we were rehearsing uh, for for to record the album. And she, I noticed, I was I started to get self-conscious as the producer guy who was like, hey, is everything okay? Are you okay? Is everything okay? She's like, oh, every time I sing this song, it just reminds, it takes me back to that moment. And I was like, oh, that's, 
harsh. Whoa. Sorry about that. And then, so later I was doing a house concert and I have a song that's a very specific breakup song. And I told that story and then we got to the end of the song and I was like, yeah, feel nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not a problem you have. Usually, no. <laughs> I kind of like reliving it like in a way of like, I usually am pretty sunny side up. Yeah. Like I usually can think about past pretty positively. Yeah. And I usually, I, I do kind of, I'm able to gloss over some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then this one was so specific. It's like, it's not that specific to where it doesn't br- elicit an actual moments. Right. So it was, I just, I, but I did, I was trying to be very conscious of that. And when the, uh, there's a woman in the audience who asked, so how did that make you feel? And I was like, not a goddamn thing. Like, I'm, I'm I don't even care. Like that was weird. Is, do you, oh, here's such a fucking Mark Marin question or something. All right, Marin, let's go maybe deep. Maybe it's a Terry Gross question, or maybe actually it's worse than both. No. Um, yeah. uh, Baba Wawa? Do you, when you, because you write songs about tough shit. Yeah. Does that, does that like unburden you? Uh, I, I always thought it would. I, I just like, um, no. No. It can still be there, like the bad. Yeah, usually, can still be there. you know, you know me well enough. I like when shit happens because then I have a story to tell, mm-hmm. and I like being a an orator, mm-hmm. ra- a racketeer, troubadour. Troubadour. Yeah. What is a troubadour? Is that like a storyteller, musician? Yeah, guy? that's a musician. Who a goes bard. Town to town. A, a bard. A bard. Yeah, which was a word we were trying to figure out in the van with a cover band we were in with on the rock. way to Rock Creek. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what the hell's the. It's not a troubadour. What's the other one? Yeah, that's right. It's the other Whoa. one. Like who has a lute? And then I remember Brock remembered something from like a musicology. Yes, class. he brought something up, and then uh, and then our favorite Canadian was uh, had like six words that I was like, okay, we're still not even there that yet. That was a hilarious. But band. these are a whole bunch of other ones. That band was fucking funny, man. <laughs> What a weird band! Yeah, such what a, a weird bunch band. of dudes shoved together. It's so good. Um, but no, um, um, I I just like having a story to tell because I can't. I have trouble writing on. Uh, I have trouble writing fiction. Mm. So I just want um th- something that's believable that allows me fodder to sing a song and tell a story at a show. Yeah, and those are usually the ones that work out best. Are like the <laughs> I'm a guy. I've been in relationships here's here's the negative side of me is usually the direction that I let most of those go. Yeah. I never, I'm never, never once tried to be the hero in those stories. Right. Cause there's like, that's not fun to watch somebody talk about how, well, I was the one who was right. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not I mean, fun. It's not fun yeah, to watch. No, it's not fun to hear those stories and be like, no, she was crazy. No, I was, but uh, you could be the bad guy in the story and it still be something that like releases. Yeah. As long as you something, it could be cathartic. Right? It's usually demonstrating growth yeah. is what makes people <laughs> like the song that didn't make it onto the album that you asked me if I was going to record it's spoken word, the story of my life thing. Oh, that song is where so moving to me. A, there's a there's a line. Why is that on the album? Because it, it I try recorded it like four times. It didn't translate like I like it could or I didn't like it. It has the feeling of not being a song. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very open, but it's cool. It's gonna last in this. Uh, obviously, the riff is the so shows. cool. Uh, yeah, I know. It should be like and and. There's a line in that where I, I say that it's like something to regard of, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a, th- I'm, oh, I'm a three out of 10 as far as a boyfriend goes. Yeah. 
but or, or I was. Now I'm a four. But I'm nine out of ten. No, dead. no, but now I'm a four. So you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and there's something to that that is very true, but also very like people like they don't they they everybody's fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. So everybody wants to know that everybody else is fucked up. Yeah. And when you admit that in a in a very candid way in a group of people that you don't really know, yeah, uh, people latch on a little harder. That's why Instagram is so cathartic. <laughs> it's because the life that I've presented on Instagram, that's just my like, life. Yeah, everyone's got problems. How many times have you and you're you're off of most social media? I'm know. all over the gram these days. Uh, you like the, I the post the, once a whatever. You're an Iggy. You're an Iggy. Grammy. I just want people. I just want. I just get anxious that our customers think we're out of business. <laughs> Yes, in the winter. You yeah, know? you guys got to you got to fire. I just want them out. to make sure that we're like we're we're also starting a farm again this year. Like yeah, we're, we're growing okay. stuff. We're we're, we're here. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. advertising. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was say how many times have you? I'm confused, and it's maybe the sociologist in me that uh, Facebook, Instagram. That's what you want people to see. Mm-hmm. So how many times have you looked at somebody's page and said, so, okay, so this is what you wanted me to see? Weird. Like how many times have you been, because some people, not everybody curates it like I do. Yeah. Where you look at my Instagram life, I'm having a good fucking time. So what's funny though is like my, is that my, our Instagram account, Mm -hmm. our Instagram world is just flower farms oh it's connected to all the other flower farms so it's it's actually like it's very like it i actually don't know what you're talking because shit is flower you know flower flower farming is such an aesthetic thing you know it's like highly instagrammable totally and people better than food people i mean the 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 people on instagram flower farmers who i you know maybe i'm familiar with their operation or whatever and the way they present themselves on Instagram is is wildly misleading. Of course. And I don't even know that, that they're like playing by the rules. I don't even think that there's necessarily a problem with that. Everyone else is doing that. No. Like there's no, you know, whatever. This is all bullshit anyway. Do whatever you need to do on here. Yeah. Um, but but no, everybody is is presenting something that is Yeah. So that's business wise, you wanna do that. Yeah. You know, business you always but there's no there's no um it's misleading only in it's uh, it's only truly misleading if like in the caption you outright lie. Like, right. Like if you said, like if you only grow this amount of flowers, if you only grow 10 flowers, but in the cap- caption, you mentioned the hundreds of flowers you grow. That's a lie. Oh, people lie a lot in flowers. Do farming. they really? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I love it. Because- and, and like, also I got to say like, I don't know. I, there's nothing like holy about Instagram. I don't think there's any, um, I personally don't like go in there expecting this to all be real. Like, it's all fantasy, it, you know. Social media is fantasy. So, like, uh, you know, if this is like you're putting up mirrors in your warehouse to make it look bigger, like, yeah. you do what you need to do. It's that's not illegal. Funny. It's kind of like what. Oh, that's. So it's kind of like what Instagram is with yeah. flower farming. We're like, man, I could take a picture from like a corner of our field that'll make it look like we have a 15 acre flower farm yeah and you'll be like damn they must have like 20 employees like this is a big deal yeah and no it's just two people yeah you know you remember but you remember from facebook remember looking at someone you know how you go you go you see somebody makes a comment you know i wonder who they are so you click on it and that first minute that you're on 30 seconds you're on their page you look through their pictures you kind of tell 
obviously you can tell what the vibe is instantly, yeah. but you can kind of be like, okay, so you know the you remember the uh, you see the people who like keep reposting the same picture but like change the yeah. filter. Yeah, you're like oh, what a bummer, what a bummer life you got going on there because you're trying to participate but you can't even get two pictures. And sometimes that's like also <laughs> feels kind of sad because you're just like oh like. You just can't take a picture that's not blurry. Yeah. Like, just take another one. You know? Delete the last one. Try to make it not blurry. You can do it. Yeah, or don't post it. Or don't post, you know? Yeah. But then sometimes with that stuff, I also feel like, you know, there's like a generational thing. Like, in flower farming, like, nine times out of ten, if the page looks like kind of whack and like you're like wow the pictures are out of focus the angles are wrong you're like you're just you got a you got you're you are learned this technology later in life yeah you learned how to do flowers you know long before a cell phone yeah totally which really okay and actually then that gets into a thing that i do find problematic which is like are you getting cut out of this like you are the expert yeah you know how to do this and are you losing market share because you just don't know you don't have an iphone 8 yeah. And that sucks. It does suck. It, but it's like all business, right? Yeah. Like all yeah, business. I guess so. Every The world moves forward. It is. It is. It's like all business in some way. But the other part of it that. The fashion? Ma- well, no, just the like, the point of entry is so low. So it's like if you're, let's say there's Flower Farm A that's been doing it for 25 years and they're growing on three acres and they're super pro and they really understand soil science and they really understand what grows in this climate and they understand conditioning flowers and they're actually experts and they have all this knowledge. I love where this is already going. And then and then you have Flower Farm B and they decided to start a flower farm last year mm-hmm. and they're growing in their backyard yeah. and they just know how to use a phone yeah. and how to take pictures from certain angles that make them appear bigger and more competent than they are. And they may or may not ever do it again and that and i get on one hand like that does you know like businesses can do that with websites right like you can have a badass website that has really usable features and all this shit and the other business that might have been around longer and is better Mm -hmm. in lots of ways just doesn't have a good website but like even a website like require like instagram is just i downloaded instagram i've been taking pictures of my kids for months i've gotten good at this and i'm you know it's like you don't have to fucking do anything no no and that and there's no accountability to it yeah and i guess that does that does I actually have an enormous problem with Instagram. I don't know why I'm trying to be so. <laughs> You're being quite magnanimous. Uh, normally, you can't spell magnanimous uh, without uh, without launching into that. I I'm I'm with you 100 because I you remember from the Facebook thing. I'm all about being honest through, but you can still omit. Like I'm honest on the web. Yeah, but I don't put. I, but I only put 10% of my life on the web. Yeah, of course. And that's, I think there's rules still to that of like, I remember years and years ago having a conversation with another musician because they posted, uh, uh, thanks to everybody who came out last night. Last night's show was awesome. Yeah. And I was like, hey, so how did that go? And you're like, oh, nobody was there. And I was like, oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Fake it till you make it is bullshit. Uh, or that type of thing to lie to get a gig is bullshit. Like, Oh, we draw a thousand people uh, hires for the gig. That's a lie. And you shouldn't go that yeah. way. Cause, and, and the way that came about that conversation came about was cause on that post, I said, thanks for everybody who came out. 
the person, one person commented and said, dude, there was nobody there. And I was like, see that? That's, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I would, I, I also don't think you should complain about gigging, but you can be tongue in cheek and post a picture of an empty room. Yeah. Don't do it all the time. Cause then you look like, cause it's if not you, good for you. Yeah. If you paint the picture, that's that nobody, the omission thing. Yeah. If you paint the picture that nobody comes and sees you, nobody will come and see yeah. you. Uh, but if you paint the picture of, uh, one out of 10 shows is like that, then it's fun. Yeah. And it might help you. Yeah. The charity might kick in, yeah. but that line and like deceit, deceitfulness, cause that's what the businesses are doing. And by there being no, like there's rules in advertising. Like you, you've been on the radio and they sh- give you the, the actual radio, not this radio that we're on terrestrial radio. radio if you're on terrestrial radio they give you a sheet of things you're not allowed to say because there's rules yeah like no calls to action right none of this like you can't say buy my cd yes exactly i have a cd coming out yeah. here's where you can go find it right uh we have a show tomorrow night it's at seven uh if you would like to come the show is happening right like language is and that easy. might even be borderline yeah that is pretty close actually yeah, yeah that is uh and if you would yeah. you can't yeah involve them um there's rules yeah and like you can't advertise certain thing you can't say certain things because of uh, uh consumer safety and consumer awareness yeah. not on instagram yeah you can be that's that's the rise of the instagram model and the rise of uh instagram travel photographers oh. that like i've been i've seen it i'm a national parks guy and i didn't go because i have in, i use i show what i'm doing on instagram but i don't go to the national park so I can take a picture for Instagram. Yeah. And we've been in those spots where there is 25, 30 people, tripods, uh, selfie sticks doing their Instagram thing. That's like, fuck man, I was here five years ago and there wasn't a soul here. Yeah. Or there's like, we witnessed the one in Canyonlands. There's a specific arch that has a sunrise that rises in the arch. Yeah. And, uh, there's like 103 people that were just there to take that picture. Really? Most of them with a phone. Yeah. Wow. You have to hike to get here. Huh. Okay. And then like suns, uh, the sunrise starts happening and then, oh, and it feels weird. I'm a dude who will gladly admit Instagram models are weird and that process is weird. You mean Instagram models like humans? Humans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything like it's all about the butt and all of a sudden national park arch eight butts like weird that's fucking weird. this is so strange and you're all posing and you're all posing next to each other separately black mirror Very thing about that fucking strange yeah. and being like well i guess i guess we need to go find a different landmark because this sucks like he, i hate it here's my um <clears throat> who knew we were gonna rip apart social media yeah fuck so. you didn't watch that movie did you what? social dilemma oh no i saw it i didn't I mean, it's exactly what you think. I know. I know. Except it goes even, it really it like, deeper. it'll just galvanize your yeah. feelings, you know? Um, but here's what I want. This would be my perfect app that would be fun and great. Is just Instagram. Uh-huh. No commenting. Perfect. No analytics. Uh-huh. No likes. No tagging. Oh. You just curate a wall of images that speak to you in some way it's what pinterest used to be and me it's what it used to be and now it's, it's Pinterest is instagram with uh it's essentially instagram now. but isn't it isn't pinterest links 
Yeah, now that well, now it's places you can go and you can also comment so on did, somebody's picture. So did Pinterest and, used to be you a would billboard. upload just an image from your phone? Yeah. I thought it was an image from the internet. Both. Okay. You could do either, but you just put your interests up. So yeah, Dreamboard. It's like Pinterest. Yeah, we like used to be. I would just like I would like to be able to go on this flower farms page and just see what their life is like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When you take away likes. When you take oh, away likes and commenting, you, well, yeah, definitely. I now when you take away likes, social media doesn't exist. I turn well. It's you can't make money off of it. No. So like it, you Do know. You remember Flickr? Yeah. No e. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pre. It was bought by you Yahoo. You Yahoo is bought by Yahoo. Remember when that beverage company remember started Yoo-Hoo there? Did. Remember Quick? <laughs> we stopped at the gas station outside of Great Smoky. Remember Strawberry Quick, dude. We stopped at this gas station outside of. Uh, um, uh, Great Smoky National Park. I didn't want to go into Gatlinburg because it's a circus. Yeah, and uh, and and we had to pee first. And uh, I grew up. I grew up in Indiana as a little kid, seeing some pretty backwoods shit. Yeah, and Montana has some backwoods shit, but not the same as Midwest and South. Yeah, has. it's different. And this, uh, we popped into this little gas station that had one single manual pump. <laughs> and we walked in and uh Bridget asked where the bathroom was and the woman pointed and from the front door of the gas station you could see the toilet through the door and there was no door. Awesome. And then on this side was one fridge that had Yoohoo, Diet Coke, and Mountain Dew. <laughs> Hell yeah. It. And part of me was like, This is perfect. That's all you need. This is it. <laughs> the gas the, the manual gas pump, she had to come out and actually help you with it and gas was 580 a gallon oh my god because they were so far they were just like in between Asheville and the national park (laughs) just beautiful when i asked like i was like you said gas pumps still work she's like yeah i was like how much is 580 i don't need any gas she's like great because i don't want to do it (laughs) but but that that feeling you who no um flickr was a place where you could do your photo dumps and have them there Mm mm-hmm and you couldn't comment or like or do it. But other people could see them. And they could you could make them public. And it's how I used to sell photos. So this is what I'm talking about. That that used to be the thing and because of it just needed the bandwidth to have the photo there. Yeah. And it was a great place where um this is pre Google image search, but people if they were looking for a stock photo, they would go there and then buy it from you. Got it. And but they didn't have a method of actually buying it there. Yeah. You had, you had to, to contact the person. Yeah, contact and then like, hey, we were wondering how much this photo was. Yeah. It was so the way it used to be, uh like before that even, like if somebody needed stock photos, they'd call you and ask yeah. for your stock photos. This was the same idea they could see it. I sold probably forty photos off of Flickr doing yeah. that. But then, and then like, I noticed that my Flickr account's still there. I went and looked at it. It is hilarious. So Flickr's still up? Flickr's still up. Somebody's still paying for that hosting. Yahoo's still paying yeah. for that hosting. The The funny thing about Flickr, I went and looked through it, was that's pre-Instagram and also pre-Facebook for me. Like, I was using Flickr in 2006, 2007. And looking at it, it's the precursor. I'll have like... There's like, oh, there's the dog. Here's a trip I went on. Here's a funny photo I thought, or a thing I thought was funny from my living room. Like, it is Instagram, but without all the bullshit. Yeah. And pre, also their full res photos too, which is oh, kind of cool. what I do miss from 
what I miss or what I hate about Instagram is like when you zoom in and like the photo works in the square, but if you zoom in, it's, it's gone. Blurry. And like, uh, I miss that. I miss well, the and, detail. And of, it makes you realize like, I'd it's actually, disposable. Well, and, and the reason Flickr and Flickr is basically obsolete. Yeah. And Pinterest is so different. Completely different now. Yeah. I guess is that it's, you can't make money. Can't make money if you don't have interaction, visible interaction. Yeah. Cause remember when, when you had a, your buddy had a website and it had a, a, a hit count at the yeah, bottom, yeah, 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 and you just yeah, refresh yeah, it a thousand times yeah. for him. Great. Um, they don't care about hit count anymore either. It's in, about interaction. So did they go to your website and actually do something? Oh, t- That's why every single goddamn website, when you pop it open, the goddamn pop-up happens for their mailing list. Yeah, Get out of the well, way. Well, it's not only where you did stuff, but also where you didn't do stuff. Like It is just the ultimate. Yeah. It's the best marketing tool in the history of there will never be something better for figuring out what people want to buy. Oh, no. Yeah. You know? And... Oh, but I don't, I don't know. I just fucking, the number of things I, the number of photos that I click on when I'm on Instagram discover, you know, when you go to search and you just look at shit, that's not you. Yeah. The number of shit that I like glance at, Oh, what's that? That pops up to my ads later. Or if they could calculate, well, I'm sure they can, if they can calculate the number of times that I bounce back and forth between Instagram and reverb and uh, eBay. Yeah, reverb for those of you who don't know is an amazing place for used gear. If you like <coughs> music musical gear. instruments, it's it's more addictive than Instagram. Yeah, it's like lot. eBay, but uh, it's just for music, and you can just buy. It's it. not for bidding. Just buy it. Buy everything with one click. Yeah, it's yeah. Bad. Oh, it is. Um, but if they knew the number of times that I just went back and forth a thousand times in an hour. Yeah. Bloop 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 between Instagram and eBay and reverb just price checking or, Oh, what's that? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, purchase. What's that? Oh, price check. Oh, what's that? Purchase. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean that. So I watched this great video on YouTube about the uh, gear cycle. Are you tired of the gear cycle? And it's this thing where Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Now, it used to be a new piece of gear came out and maybe your favorite reviewer on eBay or a favorite reviewer on YouTube would get a hold of one and would review it. It might be a month later, like, Oh, I bought one. Just wanted to show you guys this new product. Now with, you know, sales embargoes, it'll be like on Friday, all the YouTube reviewers will drop a video of the same product. Cause now it's organized. Now it's like, and that cycle of like every Thursday or whatever, all the YouTube channels That's drop so the same product. I didn't know this was a thing. And it's nuts. Cause then they'll be like, okay, great. There's going to be much. It happened with podcasting too. And I talked about it with you earlier that, uh, on the same day, uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend and smartless are my top two, uh, podcasts on the same day. Bob Odenkirk was on both. Cause he's got this new movie coming out. Yeah. And it was like, Oh God, I like it. Don't it's when it's so structured, it loses that interest to me where like I, it felt more organic before when it's so just selling you something period. Yeah. And even though the interviews were fantastic, right? It is like, so just like, Nope, he's got a movie. So it's now the talk show circuit Yeah, where even Marin was never that way. Marin was just no. like whenever he could get somebody. Yeah. 
And he always had people that maybe weren't that famous. Has Marin anymore. become more? I'm sure he has to because he's he's I'm I'm I I don't listen to Marin for the last couple of years. I haven't listened to him in a long time either. But I'm sure he's the stuff comes out as it goes, yeah. just like that. But now there's like a whole industry behind booking podcasts and interviews and whatnot. Which same with YouTube and Instagram. Like when I pop up, when I open Instagram because I like music gear or and I love outdoor gear. It'll be like all the people will have the picture of that new coat. Yeah. Fuck. And it took away something when it became that. It's just like not. You don't. I don't feel like I'm discovering things yeah. as much as I feel like it's being forced on me. I mean, even with like the targeted ads on Instagram, the thing that's so funny about them for me is that. I mean, half the time I'm like, yeah, I fucking want that. Yeah, of course. That's all. That looks awesome. Science. <laughs> I, mean, I have three Instagram, uh, four Instagram accounts. Um, one of them is my music guy, uh, loves a dog yeah. account. And, um, and I've only friended, I friend or I follow every gig on that one. So breweries and whatnot. And I have my regular mighty Travis me account. And then I have the podcast one. Yeah. It is so funny. The difference in targeted ads. Oh, really? When I go to those threads, they think loves a dog loves guns <laughs> <laughs> really all guns all gun or gun related ads wait i can't wrap my head around that why breweries i think oh i think dude, beer and guns i think there's a direct connection between people who love breweries or not everybody took everybody chill but i bet there's i bet if you split it down the middle the, the people who love breweries are also people who love to hunt. Wow. Oh, well, obviously breweries and fishing is like. Oh, that's true. 100% the same. Yeah, man. Man, Fuck. you know this. I was just down in Bozeman this weekend and uh, the number of personalized vanity plates that have to do with elk hunting in the Gallatin Dude, area I was, I was, is nuts. I was driving down the highway the other day and I got really nervous because I started thinking, <laughs> man, with all these alcoholics on the road, I'm not feeling so safe. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that. Very specific. I hate that shit. There is a lot of, I couldn't believe the number, and it wasn't just Bader-Meinhof where I was noticing it, mm-hmm. just kept happening where it was like, oh, Elk Hunter. Yeah. Uh, Elk Hunter won. Ripping lips. <laughs> Raising tips. Yeah. You're like, I squeezed that into that song because it was so annoying <laughs> when I was talking about how you were a fly fishing guide, <laughs> and I said all the words, uh, raise tips. Uh, <laughs> Rip lips. That's amazing. I, I love that. I love. I love how obnoxious that can be. It's so when obnoxious. you put them all together, and it's still going on. Like people still are using are talking like that. You know, like it. It is funny. It'd be right? one thing if it was like you know, I don't know, like that's how we talked at a certain era, and then we realized, yeah, eh, it's not really about ripping lips, and no, you know, um, but no, I don't. Uh, you and I had a. a conversation based off of a post on Facebook where uh, Jason was asking about uh, what's your least favorite like hip abbreviations. Oh yeah. And you I hate a lot of them. And I, it turns out I don't like abbreviating words at all. Yeah. I don't think we should just say the goddamn word. It's just like, there's like such a dismissive behavior to me Yeah, to sl- like and uh, the number one and number two are uh, interchangeable and it's zoo city and zoo town. Go fuck yourself. We're the only Missoula in the world. Say Missoula. It's a cool word. Yeah, it and, is a cool word. And we like it here. 
Just say the goddamn word. Yeah. Say the word. Stop. Stop. Zoo City. But I also have never <laughs> heard someone outside of a marketing campaign sure use the term zoo city you know and the only people who do are trying to fucking hard yeah. i've heard a couple people like uh where you're like don't why why yeah why do that it's just like it's just like anytime you hear uh i calling people middle-aged is so hilarious to me now because obviously because we're, we're in it 100 in it and still being like oh i still i called my dad middle-aged the other day and even he was like senior citizen <laughs> oh that's right I am middle aged. Uh, yeah. Got it. So I'm a. I'm gonna change. I'm. I'm middle aged. I can admit it, but I don't want to ever be dismissive, or be so far behind when you're like, because that shit's the bomb. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> it's not the bomb. And it's the bomb. And also, wow, that is that. That is a lot of time. That's. I like it when people just say bomb. Yeah, that's, that's bomb. That's my old man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he said that to me, like literally maybe early, early aughts. Uh, he's like, because uh, that's the bomb. That's the bomb. Wow. Stop it. Da Knock bomb. it off. Because, <laughs> oh, that shit's fat. I, w- I hope someday we get to listen to your dad's album on this podcast. Oh, why, why haven't we? I mean, know, you know, a, I mean, there are, there is a, there, there are a couple of the songs I can think of some reasons why we haven't. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that they're bad, but oh, they that. are uh, uh, Randy. Oh, you mean from... <laughs> oh, Randy. Blue? Yes. He went blue. Uh, you can go look it up on Bandcamp. Search for Cluster Duck. Oh, they changed it. Yeah. Cluster Duck. Cluster Duck. Go check it out. at uh, Cluster Duck sounds like they would go on tour with Uphreys McGee. Probably. <laughs> Cluster Duck. Cluster Duck could be a mashup jam band. Cluster Duck definitely does the morning show circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cluster Duck is is hanging out with the uh, we got the bear and the, and the cooter. So true. Yeah, <laughs> Cluster. We got Cluster Duck in to talk about the. Yeah, Cluster Duck. I I like. I don't know. I like Cluster Duck. I'm gonna do it. Dad wanted a new band name, and good for him because the old one was stupid. No, sorry, Dad. It was stupid. Um, Do you it, think he's going to perform again? Uh, he'll perform again like normally, but he's never performed as Cluster Duck before. Do you think he would ever? Probably, yeah. yeah. We've tried to put together those shows. There's a couple. There's, there, the thing that's cool, those songs, like, there's some like heavy, awesome riffs. Some and good, your dad's a good drummer. Like, it's good. It's good riffs, yeah. No, it's a good, it is. I mean, obviously, I've plugged it many times. At least once a year, it, it makes it back onto Facebook. Just trying to like, come on. Somebody, but I know how people listen to shit. You know, earlier when we were talking about the meditation album and stuff, and this article came out, this material is only available on Bandcamp, and that's the only, and I can see the analytics. And I was curious, like, oh, the article, and and it got a lot of fucking shares, and it was big. Nobody went and listened to the shit. Really? Like, maybe ten streams. Wow. And that's being honest. Like, nobody fucking. Like, cause there's no link, but nobody went oh, yeah. to like, all you had to do is go to it. The link's in here. All you had to do is go tick, 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 and listen to something. That's amazing. 10 streams and none of them were full streams. They were all partial streams. Nobody you, you even listened to it. You can see how long. You right? can see if it's a skip. So if they, if they only listen to 10 seconds, if they listen to half, it's partial. And if they listen to 90%, it's a full no full streams, <sighs> only partial streams. That's too Ten. much. Too I know. Much detail. Now, luckily, I'm old enough. 
I'm mature enough. You can handle it. And I was like, because I, I went in thinking that was more than I thought we were going to be there. I thought it was going to be zero. Yeah. But there was a spike of 10 streams. <laughs> Weird. And they were, wow. and, and it was, somebody literally had to skip to do that. I think. It was really interesting. I'm going to say, and I'm saying this, you're not saying this, <coughs> but that has more to do with uh, Zulian readership than it does yeah. with your music. I don't take it personally at all. You know? Because I've been through it. Yeah. It's not personal. It's not, um, the number of people that literally commented on, when I posted the article, literally commented like, uh, oh, I'm going to go read this. No, they didn't. Yeah. And the, some people that literally came back to me later and were like, oh, I finally read that article. It was really good. I'd be like, Jesus Christ. You don't have time for, you don't have time for a thousand words? Yeah. Man. I mean, I don't know if I do either, but yikes. The cycle is so, it's too quick. The, it's, 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 it's harshly quick. You don't have room to grow. Yeah. And I'm sure with you watching Instagram, but luckily you are diligent in sales and, uh, run a business. So you're not dependent on Instagram in probably any way. I mean, Instagram is useful to us in so much that it, we are, we don't operate for, you know, five months out of the year. The reminder. So it's just like, Hey, we're around still. Um, But but in terms of sales, it, it, when Carly was doing design, uh-huh. no doubt we got tons of customers. I also, Carly you. met like lots of flower farmers who we have learned a ton from through Instagram. I can't, I can't knock that. Totally. But in terms of sales for our business as a just a flower farm, yeah. nothing. I was going to ask if you noticed an, uh, any because you can track it. Yeah, physically. I mean, it just doesn't. But you know, I mean, I don't use it for that. But like, it's just nothing for me. Like if. I know that if we were, if I were to like have a website and have our Instagram page and put it out there and then just like wait. And oh, you know, yeah. even if the posts were like, hey, here's what's available this week. Yeah. You know, email me at this to place an order. We still would, it only works. I mean, even with me sending direct emails, mm-hmm. I still have to call basically every customer every week. Yeah. To get an order. Totally, yeah. And that's fine. I mean, that's just, I'm a salesperson, you know? That's just my job. That's fine. Yeah. That's what all the other flower salespeople do. You know, the wholesalers have dudes who just do that. They just call customers all day. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I I saw I saw one of these uh, Instagram hacks, or life hacks in general, but one of these Instagram hacks, the person said, if you want more likes, and <laughs> it's always about that, if yeah. you want more likes, this one was simple enough I was willing to attempt it. Yeah. Just scientifically. Um, it said, uh, post it, check it in 10 minutes and then don't check it for like two hours. I think is what it was. And how could that matter? So what it's doing is, and then I tried it and I tested it. I I got, uh, dog photos, this dog, your dog, your dog is very, uh, uh, (laughs) I know the metric well enough now, uh, to where I was like, okay. So I did one of the dog and I checked it. Oh, and the other one and that one, I set a timer and I checked it every five minutes and it got like 40 likes, I think something like that. And then this next one, the next day I took this picture of him sitting on the chair, which is just, uh, uh, again, the way I am with Instagram it's just cute. is if I think something, like if I think something's funny, that's why it goes up. That's how Naked Ridge Runner got started. This shit made me laugh. So it goes. So I put it up and I set the timer for 10 minutes and I checked it. 
And then I didn't check it at all. And we were at like 86 likes when I checked it four hours later. What it's doing is the algorithm is trying to get you. (laughs) He's so cute. He's the prince. Um, The algorithm is trying to get you to keep looking at Instagram. So it, by proxy, it is showing, it is trying to show your picture to more people to get it more likes so that you keep coming back is what it's doing. Oh, so if you're not coming back, it's like, we better get it more likes so they come back. That is exactly what it is. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Facebook and Instagram have been using that for years. Really? But that is one of the ones, because again, remember, it's not just, it's all about interaction. So if you post and and walk away, you're not as valuable to them as coming in. And I hate posting. it. I don't understand why it's, everyone it's doesn't hate it. I really don't. I think I think a bunch of. I mean, it's funny. Again, if I wasn't um, business wise, if it wasn't for music, I don't think I'd be. But on, I kind of feel like we should all I'd just get on. together and decide that we're not going to do this anymore. Uh, see, I know. And we're going to go back to beating the pavement. Go finding customers. Beating the pavement. You know what I mean? uh, Beating the pavement uh, is a real... I think that's real. Yeah, I think that is real. Wait, that's a word. That's a phrase. No, it totally is. It's old enough that it it doesn't sound right. Uh, It's old enough that beating the pavement... Is that what you say? (laughs) Is it beating the pavement? (laughs) Now you got me... It means like no, walking I, down the sidewalk. I yeah, and, and, and going into the shops. Totally. That is exactly what right? I mean. Or like or like going to do the work. You're going out hanging the signs. You're But it doesn't feel like when you're walking like you're beating the pavement. Yeah, but beating's hard. It also from when before there were comfortable shoes. So watching um uh, watching 14 seasons of uh, uh it's always sunny back to back. Beating is is a hard word to not giggle at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> many like, times during that show did I have Spit come out of my mouth because of just the perfect delivery of someone referring to that group of people, but them referring to seeing the other person do something gross. <laughs> oh no no no! Pounding the pavement. Pounding the pavement, which is just as gross if you if you're in my mindset. Oh yeah, pounding. It's the actually pavement. worse. <laughs> it's actually worse. <laughs> it's way more aggressive. It's pounding the pavement. Oh fuck! Oh no no no! I love beating. I'm out there. I'm just. I'm out there beating the workforce. You got to get out there and pound the workforce. <laughs> oh, the other. Well, here's. This is interesting. The other. The other thing. He was all right. Here's an example of how to use it. He was fired last year, and he's been pounding the pavement ever since. I might not really be using this right. No, you're right. Um, yeah, that's right. But a similar usage is pound a beat. Oh. Meaning to walk a particular route over and over. Oh, the beat like a policeman's yeah. beat. Oh wow! How about that, I know it, they're just they're just old enough that they're forgotten and pounding the pavement. Beat and pound are hard to use uh, without giggle. Pounding the pavement. Much it's like, better. The alliteration works. Though. Much like I have a song that literally has just the line is something about how it's hard. The life like something about this is hard to deal with, and I can't sing that song live without someone looking at me and going uh, hard <laughs> you go like fuck dude really still <laughs> still but then again just now when you said beating the pavement i got giggly because i can't I, it's hard not to just, yeah because that shit's funny and it's it's a harmless crime <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a crime no giggling at that is harmless and <laughs> we should always be able to giggle and beating the pay beating your payment isn't, yeah, isn't and, a crime and, either. I was, and i was out there i was just pounding it I, like i can't it's hard not to be giggly oh, wow. about that shit how long there's so many like i'm so bad at remembering 
phrases and euphemisms and things like that. Uh-huh. I wonder how often, how many things I think I, I know that are wrong. I can fire off um, thousands of those. I love uh, adages, idioms. You're good at remembering those things. It's the crossword thing. Yeah. I, it's the crossword brain. But uh, um, I love that when we have those type of things, like where what does this mean? Where did this come from? 90% of them are turn out they're racist. Like it turns <laughs> out that they're racist. Or the other 10%, are just hilarious to say out loud because they kind of sound dirty. Yeah. Like the way time works with adages and idioms is hilarious to me. Pounding the pavement now makes me giggle in a stupid way because I would never say that phrase. Yeah. But now that I hear it, all I think is, oh, that's just great. That's just... Just somebody... Just out there pounding the pavement. <laughs> it's, it sounds so... It sounds like the pavement did not give consent is all it sounds like. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and on the other side of that, <laughs> on the other side of that is you have a million uh uh what's the other word adages idioms and Axioms? cliches cliches and there's another one euphemisms yeah uh, but then and then there's the ones where you find out like like rule of thumb super racist super sexist rule of okay. thumb is yeah it has to do with uh you being able to um uh, you being able to beat your wife with a stick as long as it's under the size of your thumb is where that came from. I mean, that's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty reasonable. Actually, you know what? Yeah, that's like beating someone with a pencil. Yeah, but what if it was an antenna? You could really do some damage. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but like a willow stick. Oh, a willow. Oh, the diameter. The diameter. Oh, not the length. Oh no. Not- <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't think you should ever beat anybody. But if it's just, but the, if it's just a little nubby stick, it's not like you're gonna hurt them. Hurt anybody? You're just like kind of dunking them. Yeah. Doink. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. No width. Yeah. Diameter. Oh, that's bad. You could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, a thumb is definitely wide enough. Also, to hurt. what's funny about that is like that's the rule. Rule of thumb. Um, that be that's a whip. Like it's not like you're gonna break somebody's bone, but that size of stick can. It will oh, damage absolutely you. hurt a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that finding out that uh, adages are either uh, they reach a point where they're at their height, yeah, and then before and after, or the after is they either you find out oh that's super racist or gross, or you find out that, that when they go out of fashion, then they just kind of sound dirty after a while. Yeah, I get it. I, <laughs> Fuck. And all history is problematic. Let's be real. 100%. If you, if you don't. Everything is regrettable. Yeah. If you don't think there's something wrong with something you did 10 Uh, years ago, it probably was. uh, We all did something 10 years ago. We're not proud of. We all did something probably a year ago that it's not no longer uh, acceptable because of the way we move. Open mouth kiss. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Everybody. There's a whole. Oh man! Spit in your hand before you uh, make a pact. I'm almost forgot. <laughs> make before you make a business deal. <laughs> you, oh yeah, I just miss. I miss blood having, oaths. Yeah, I miss doing blood oaths for every gig. Right, every contract. Sending setting a promoter a vial of your blood in the mail. Him sending a vial of his it's blood. Crazy! It's crazy the number of times that I did blood oaths in <sighs> 2019. Right, man, the times are changing. You can't do those anymore. Fucking hell. Can't do the can't do miss the, the old I miss the old days. Sneezy handshakes. <laughs> Waiting that, for a sneeze. Sneezy handshakes is my favorite uh, 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 like alt country band that everybody loves, but I can't stand. Sneezy hand is that real? <laughs> it sounds like one, well, but it's it really not. Does. <laughs> I don't know. It also sounds like a jam band to me. 
Sneezy handshakes. Uh, Cluster duck, sneezy handshakes. What's the one that's Oprah's real? McGee, Shaky Graves. Three nights in a row. Shaky Graves. Uh, every time somebody thinks, if I can't remember Shaky Graves, I'm going to remember. Oh, uh, is that what we're talking about? Sneezy handshakes? He's. <laughs> There's a doggy in there. I hear a doggy. A doggy. <laughs> it's Doggy McBoatface. <laughs> oh, why didn't I name him Doggy McBoatface? Oh, no, I didn't. It was so obvious. That's happening again. Something in Britain is getting. Did named. that boat actually. Like, is that boat somewhere with Bodie McBoatface on the side no, of it? No. Um, it's the AKA. They still named it. It's like the Enterprise or some shit. Oh. I they it. Yeah, they didn't actually do Come it. Come on. I don't think they actually did it. I could be fact checked on this. How about that boat getting stuck in the Suez Canal? Okay. Uh, the Evergreen. <laughs> was that amazing? Um, what a fucking bummer as far as a route, a trade route that's been open for whatever, two, 200 years. I have no idea. I think it's something you like that. You think it's that long? It's 150. Yeah. It's like mid century or like a mid 19th century. Yeah, I think so. Cause that's just a dredged non, it's not like the Panama canal or St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence seaway. That's just a fucking dredged non locked. Yeah. It's not very wide. And they have to dread. I remember learning about what's funny is you remember, you know, you know, when you can like pop something out of your elementary middle school knowledge that just stuck with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my CBD use has increased that. <laughs> It's because I've been microdosing a gram of coke a day. Really dusting off those recesses of your brain. Oh, oh, where was that? Yeah, like oh, I can see the synapses firing. Yeah, uh, I dusted off a piece of information that was they continually have to dredge the Suez Canal because it's mostly sand. Well, yeah, that I now that I've seen the Suez Canal. <laughs> well, and the fact that it was such a big deal was also like, wait, that was bound to happen. Oh, right. I can't believe it doesn't happen all the time. It's kinda. more, yeah, I, to me, and I'm not an engineer. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not some sort of captain of the Suez Canal. Right. No, you're not. Which is what we call experts you're now. Not some sort of captain. I'm definitely a captain of dog training. Right. <laughs> of Subaru driving. I, I love, I'm captain of my Subaru. Oh, sure. I've seen you handle that thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not an expert on the Suez Canal in any way, but. Uh, there's gotta be, I cannot believe that's, they're just lucky that that's never happened. Yeah. It seems like it. And, and the way, what was the final verdict? It was the wind blew the boat. over. There's like a sandstorm, I think. Yeah. And then the wind is what forced it over. Right. As opposed to anybody's fault. Uh, and also it's not a perfect fucking system. Like that's not a perfect by default that one ship got beached the largest fucking container ship on earth it's got beached i know it's what is how it how are there 20,000 shipping containers on that thing yeah what is it it's the it's the length it's like 1200 it's feet long or something its length is the height of the empire state building oh. i think is the deal that's weird right and like it has a steering wheel <laughs> Yeah, like what, does it? I don't know. There's a person at That's the helm. Crazy. It's called the helm on, on when you're sailing. Uh, <laughs> when you're sailing the Suez Canal in a what's the giant container? Ship. What are they calling them below deck? <laughs> the bridge. Oh yeah, the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where the helm is located. The bridge. And you have the helm does not actually mean you're steering as much as you're in control of the ship. You're say the captain has the helm. He's not actually turning the steering wheel. What do you mean? <laughs> 
He's telling the helmsman to turn to oh, stern. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got yeah. It, got it, got it, got it. I'm kind of surprised that any that people are even like involved s- in it, honestly. No, like like you know how you can't really like uh those huge planes aren't really flown as much as they are monitored right, while flying. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that should be I'm I'm willing to bet you It is like that most of the time probably until they get to the Suez that's, Canal. That's Well, no, I bet even in the Suez Canal it's GPS controlled, but you can't account for that amount of wind. Yeah. I think that's the mistake is a computer like not be able to handle like wait what's happening yeah what's going on and then before you know it and it's not even wide enough that's where the that's where the problem is to me the system is broken to begin with it's only wide enough that if one of them got stuck it's all whole, done it's done yeah really i know well what then wait then something let's make it wider yeah i know it's really long but let's make it wider i'd like to be a tugboat driver like in in the canal or in a docking situation, a port. I mean, different, wherever different they need me <laughs> is where I go. Like, like you took the civil servant test. Like, I it's guess like, I'm a mailman. It's like, no, it's like the most, you know, my tugboat skills are the most honed. And I go all over the world and get people out of sticky situations. Because there's nothing better as a man than oh. showing up to a situation and ridiculing how someone did something oh, yeah. and then fixing it for them. Um, you know, so you're more on the special ops side. You're not of a day to day tugboater. You are tugboatist. I got guys who work every day. Uh, you're overseeing a fleet, but you're the guy they call when they need the big tugboat. Absolutely. When this, when it's like the world <laughs> economy is stalled and I need to reopen it. I would love to continue with this improv scene. But I think we've I think we've reached the point where uh, it's over already. Oh, well, the fantasy is still happening for me. <laughs> okay, here's what I find interesting. Tell me is uh, when you go to a <laughs> when you go to a port. Yeah. And even if you have your personal ship, like when you go to <laughs> wait what? Well, like if you're not a business, like you have a ship. Yeah, yeah. A yacht, and yeah, you go yeah. through the Panama Canal. Yeah. Uh, someone drives your boat through the canal for you. Is that, I don't know. Yeah, that. they do. Okay. Um, and like much, gets on it or yeah, gets you. on it. And, and they like, if you, uh, certain ports in like New York, some of those, uh, giant oh, the locks yachts, into the great yeah, lakes and shit. They will, they will have a, an operator. I forget what they're called now, but it's another one of those where they will get on the boat and actually, Oh, Oh, I almost had it. Uh, port docker or something. Docksman. Docker doesn't sound good. Uh, <laughs> docking. Ugh. Uh, so like, uh, but they'll have that person get on and do that. Yeah. Because uh, the reason I find that so interesting is uh, that shit, just docking a, a boat on a lake is too much for me. Cause right. I don't, I didn't grow up that way and I've never tried it. But the two times that I have done it, I've been like, a nightmare. It's scary. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, no, go backwards because you don't want to run into it. Well, and you can't. Uh, it's uh. all momentum, right? Yes. So you're just slowing momentum. And and thinking about a thing that if you're standing on the dock, you can push on the boat and move it around. Yeah. Okay, you have to control that with the one. It's too much for me. Yeah. And so it, it gives me ease to know that if I... <laughs> Got close, someone else would hop on had, board. Have you, like, you have the guy come on. Oh, and there's like your fault if it goes wrong. And there's like people who complain about it too. Like, well, I could do it. Like, though, you know those yeah. type of guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could do it. Hey, you just want me to pull my car into the tire shop for you? No, 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 sir. We'll get it. Jeez. That's so fucking true. Like, oh, we'll get it. That's well, I can so pull it in true. there for you. Aren't I next? I'll just pull it in there for you. It's the dudes who have to back into their spot at Costco. 
100%. (laughs) Taking up. Why? (laughs) Not worth it. And also, most of those are one way. It's so annoying. It is annoying. Uh, So, (laughs) it gives me great pleasure that there would be somebody that would jump on the boat for you. And and you'd be able to talk to him. Hey, cool. Yeah, hey. All right. You know. And then I would I would be the guy who because there's the same guy would stand next to him and be like, oh, and remember, you know, the careful with the throttle there. That's a, you know, this one's a little different. Yeah. And that guy is obviously trained mm-hmm. to handle this for you. <laughs> He's he is so like, imagine the insurance on this guy and the canal and yeah. the whole thing. Uh, I would be the guy who like I. I'd just go enjoy it. Oh, like, absolutely. Go, go what a out, relief. Go hang out outside. Look what around. What a relief. Oh, wait, you're leaving already? Well, especially because like, if I'm on the dock and I'm just a passerby and here comes the big boat, yeah. oh, I'm going to watch you park this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. No, you got the guy? I love that. Yeah, it sounds great. And then it's, I think it's the same way with... Was certain, that in the Suez Canal? Was it another... So was it... I don't a, think like so. Like a Suez Canal person? I don't think so. I think that's uh, I think that's the difference, okay. maybe. Or one of the differences. Or maybe it was. Again, wind, I think... The, the was, wind was the thing. I think it's completely unprecedented yeah, yeah, yeah. for what happened. But yeah, I think that uh, I think that job would be amazing. Wind must affect a boat like that in crazy ways. Look at how much boat... It's, it's like, not an iceberg. It's, it's the opposite. so much boat. Look at how... How does that... It's crazy. How does that work? Science, it, the boat's still V-shaped. It, it does, it's crazy that they don't just tip over all the time. <laughs> like, it's... It's so top heavy. It's really amazing. All the stuff's on the top. Like shipping containers full of cars. Like it's not like. No, it's weird. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's weird. It almost seems unnecessary. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, uh, no, that took, um, what is, what's his name? Colbert had the uh, Suez Nuez where he reported on it a couple of times. Awesome. Because it lasted so long and it was such a. What a weird big deal. Oh, we had customers who were affected by it. Really? Yeah, who thought that like they weren't able to get, you know, ceramic pots or something. Yeah. And they it was oh, not necessarily that go. it was on that boat, but it was backed up. No, you but know? that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Isn't it? God damn. What a weird ass thing. Anyway, tugboat, there's a section of tugboat operators that they that's their same job, is you just get on the ship and drag it and help dock it. Right. Like that that part of the job. Would be pretty crazy. I imagine that tugboat operators have a level of ownership that is very prideful and is very real. Like, oh, like uh, because the variables are huge. Yeah, and they're just—I mean, current, wind, yeah. amazing. It's insane. I mean, it's the same thing as like, um, like uh, heavy wreckers. Totally. You know, like people who are pulling a semi out of a ravine and they're using six different cables yes. from different angles. And Well, no, and they have that control panel of, of levers. Yeah. That is the coolest thing There's you've like ever seen. There's like 15 levers. And some of them have an L in yeah. them and some of them. And, so cool. And they're not even looking I at it. I love that shit. They're just like, you know. I love that shit. shit. I, I do agree. And it's because I think it is, and I'm probably particularly like cued into this desire right now uh-huh. to be one of these guys <laughs> because of recent events in my life where I was completely out of control of a near yes. disaster. Yes. Uh, and we're just going to leave that out nope, there. Yeah, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. That is a very sensitive subject in this state. And we are not going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, 
uh, <laughs> that like Jamie, Jamie, Jamie worked at the border of Mexico oh at the kids in cages. That's what we're talking oh about. Oh my god, that's how. That's the worst feeling. That's actually how bad what you that story you'd have to tell. People in this state or in the West might have the same reaction to what happened to you as kids in cages. It, they, and if they did, though, I would say fuck you. No, exactly, exactly. You know, exactly. putting a kid in a cage is different than what happened to me. One hundred percent. Okay, let's not actually. One hundred percent. I. Uh-uh. But you know, there are people. Oh, if they, they would jump on my ass about it. But fuck, I mean, I don't care about those people. So as far as we know, that's why I'm, all I'm doing is I'm setting it up to be when they find out what it is, they'll be like, oh, that's not as bad as kids in cages. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I'm starting it. here, man. I appreciate Listen, it. I'm all about promo. I'm all about PR. But imagine if your job, it's just nice. <clears throat> so many jobs you can fuck up. Yeah. But if your job is just to undo someone else's fuck up. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, you can fuck it up, but actually, it's it was fucked. already fucked up. It's already fucked up. You know? And that's like, that's the kind of job I want. Salvage work. Yeah. That's what that is. Salvage work. I love it. Salvage work is really interesting. Uh, that We know probably, I know two, you probably know similar people who work in environmental salvage, mm. oil cleanup. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or any of those. That is an interesting, like, you can't be 100%. Is that what Jim Roll Jim Roll. Yeah, Roll Jim Roll. Does? Yep. Jim Roll uh, cleans up oil spills. It's cool. And like, uh, and it's interesting because you can't be a hundred percent, right? But you can be pretty close. And it's gonna be better than it was. One hundred percent. You do, you do, you do a good enough job. It's good enough. Yeah. Can't really worry about uh, like you can't. All the trout are dead, but there's still some ducks out there. Yeah. <laughs> like the Exxon <laughs> Valdez is like, you know, the oil's still there. Is it literally? Really? That cleanup never happened. Also, the the money that was supposed to go to the village of Valdez has never happened. Really? Yeah, they never came through on the trust. Wow. Look that up. That's nice. I know. They're still Dawn is still What's making that? commercials up there where they're cleaning ducks off with soap. There, there's still oil on the shoreline. Humans. Now, if you're in the Gulf Humans. Coast, they got most of that cleaned up because that's where people go. Yeah. Remember the BP, uh, the BP. Deep Horizon? Yeah. Thank you, Mark Wahlberg, for making that movie so I remember the name of it. Is that movie interesting? Haven't watched it because that's a little too specific. They also made that movie like six months after the disaster. They made that movie. It's like they made it on the same uh, thing. They like started writing it the day it happened. They started acting. It was crazy. Like they pulled the dudes off the rig and put Mark Wahlberg jumped on. Do you think (laughs) the oil spill was a marketing campaign for the movie? As a publicity stud, do you think Wahlberg was behind Deep Horizon? I'm pretty sure he was. Was that Wahlberg? Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't like watching um, the movies that are that specific. Me neither. Uh, like, like I will never watch the 9/11 Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Movie, Can't watch ever, it. It's ever. Too ever. specific. Uh, there's one about the Boston Marathon. Nope. No thanks. So specific. And also, too- just like why, especially if you lived through it. Like I, I maybe I get it. Like us watching a World War II movie, watching a movie about yeah, Pearl Harbor or but something. But we have news footage. But still, like-, like you know, there's nothing like. There's nothing like being there. No. <laughs> <laughs> the coverage of Deep Horizon was I get it so more. extensive. Right. Why would you need to watch a theatrical rendition of this? It's 90 insane. Minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know why you'd want I to. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand that. It's kind of like it. demented. 
to me. Pain porn, right? Or not, 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 a pain porn came about with uh, Revenant, but it's that same idea of like, you want to be like, uh, stressed out. Like it's, you want things to be, you want it to be more dramatic and you like want to watch something bad happen. And like, you want to know that there, cause I assume in the deep horizon thing, there's like a hero. Mark There's got to be someone who Mark like Wahlberg. does something. The thing good. is, Mark Wahlberg was the hero in the movie. He's also the hero in the true story. He's he's he a was fucking friend. there. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Mark Wahlberg's out pounding the pavement as much as he can, dude. He's got he's out there beating the beating the heat, beating the rig, <laughs> <laughs> beating the oil rig. Is that what they do? Is that what those guys do? They're I haven't there. seen Marky Mark in a while. He has a documentary out that I just saw called Wall Street, W-A-H-L, Wall Street. And it's about, I read the pricey. It's uh, it's like about all of his investments and keeping all the money going and blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> no, you, we have to what? watch it. This year. This, it's, a mo- it's called Wall Street. It's about his money. A documentary about him and being a businessman. <laughs> He's businessman. Oh, businessman. Gross. That is grotesque. Businessman. Businessman. I'm Mark Wahlberg. I'm a businessman. Screw him. (laughs) I hope he has. I hope he has a briefcase. I hope that uh, he like uh, has a teleconference phone on the middle of the table. You know, it's that type of shit. I feel mad. (laughs) I feel mad. Um, I I don't want to watch it necessarily, but uh, you know I've I've reached the end of the internet, so I'm, I'm kind of probably <laughs> You've watched gonna, everything else. I can't find anything new, so I'm just gonna watch it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So that, that I just saw that the other day, and when I saw the title of it, Wall Street, and there's a dude in sunglasses on the cover that is I, not Mark Wahlberg. It's him, but I was it, I wasn't sure, but I immediately knew what it was. Like, oh, this is a documentary about how he's a businessman. And went and read the. Went, hold on, I'm gonna read the real, the real uh, thing for you. I just can't believe you were gonna, you were gonna love this. If if, if, if the thing is, is the last, <clears throat> um, like two years ago, everything about Wal- Mark Wahlberg was about how he wakes up at four thirty. I remember when yes! they released his schedule, yes! and everyone was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and it all that schedule said to me is. When you have someone to do everything for you, <laughs> this is no problem. Yeah. This is no problem. No, and, and, and so of course, it was all about how he works out. And this year, it's going to be all about how he's. Here you go, Ugh. Wall Street, HBO Max. This six-episode documentary no. series. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. They're five hours long. Uh, Zack Snyder uh, did each episode. No, no, just joking. Oh, just joking. Whoa. We're going to get to that. Yeah. We the, gotta, we <laughs> the six episode documentary series offers fans a glimpse into global star Mark Wahlberg's life as he juggles the demands of a rigorous film schedule coupled with an ever growing network of diverse businesses, including his clothing line, Municipal, his studio, his gym studio, F45. Restaurant train, Wahlburgers, and his production company, uh, un- quote unquote, unrealistic ideas. Along the way, v- viewers will learn powerful business and life lessons as no. he navigates the, the numerous challenges of a global pandemic, all while trying to maintain and expand his portfolio. Wall Street will also induce the, introduce the cast of colorful characters that make up Wahlberg's real life entourage. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That shit exists. No, man. <laughs> so, it's so the so assignment, bad. the assignment for the old uh, 
uh, Jamie and Travis presents audience. Oh wait, what is our audience called? Did they have a fun name? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, the assignment for this week until the next episode, which will probably happen in September. Jats. <laughs> listen, listen, Jap, Jats fans. Jats. Jerks. All you Jats out there. Jats and Jatties. Uh, uh, the assignment uh, so watch is to watch Wall Street. No, please don't. Watch episode one. No, no one should watch this. We'll go one. No, I'm going to watch this, but um, nobody should watch no, this. No, I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Although, you know, I also hate the idea of Shark Tank, but I watch Shark Tank religiously. So That's I mean, different. I know. But, yeah, yeah. but it's the same kind of thing where it's like saying, well, and I, okay, I could be so wrong. I have not seen this and not hopefully sure. never will. Although I probably will, unfortunately. Um but I'm sure that when they talk about like uh, viewers will like learn lessons about you know hard work and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> Listen to and that all this voice. Shit. Listen to that incredulous and voice. It's just like, <laughs> give me twenty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me twenty million. Let's see you. what I do. Yeah. And and I'm not saying he didn't earn it or whatever. He but earned the, the initial idea, twenty. Yeah, I'm not like he's talented, dude. Yeah, all that stuff. Marky Mark. But the idea that like he somehow has a leg up on people because of his like how hard of a worker he is or no, dude, you're, you've got a beautiful face. You got rock hard abs. You got a giant dong and you uh, can rap and sing and act. Okay. That is what's impressive about you. Give me, I want to see the, the documentary where you talk about acting. I mean, yeah. I don't want to see it. No, but I've that seen, would be like more. You know what I mean? It'd be more interesting. And yeah. that's the same thing with Shark Tank, where it's like it it holds up this ideal. Like my sister is calling me. Sorry. Um, it holds up this this like the American dream is has nothing to do with just getting super fucking rich. No, it has nothing to do with turning your little idea into a multi billion dollar idea. No. no, man, it's just about like having some control over your station in life, and mostly it's bullshit. You know, but even if we were to say the American dream isn't bullshit, it still isn't about getting rich, right? Totally. It's about taking care of your family. It's about being able to, you know, have faith in whatever religion you want. It's being able to eat what you want. It's being able to sing what you want, listen to all that shit. It has nothing to do about like serial entrepreneurship or having 10 houses or driving fancy cars. I just, it, it fucking drives me insane. I'm so sick of it. Oh, this is. So uh, fuck that. First of all. I wish I had a sound cue of, uh, of America the Beautiful. Because <laughs> that would have been so great underneath that. B, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, we just started a new religion. <laughs> it just, it's just... Jats and jatties. Uh, this, like, I hope that nobody on in America or anywhere in the world watches this and like hoping to glean something uh, uh, that is going to speak to them about their life. Unless they have look really good in some Hanes and can... Uh, uh, Calvin uh, Klein. You know, or whatever it yeah. was. You know? <laughs> Here's here's a here's a oh that's so good oh fuck let the uh, that is great amen um uh I'm gonna make a prediction that is the <laughs> people who love Wall Street also love Wall Street yeah no doubt if you are watching Gordon Gecko Wall Street you are also watching Mark Wahlberg yeah Street. people that love billions are gonna love this show holy shit oh but you love <laughs> okay no no no. I love billions in the. That's not fair. No, I I love billions much like I like ballers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 
why am I watching this? I also recently, but it's not. I started watching that show Succession, which is kind of has that's some Venn diagram sharing. But that show Williams. is so good. It's really good. It's the so characters well are written. really good. Yeah, the characters are good. Again, you hate everybody, mm-hmm. but you're rooting for them totally in weird ways. But you're like also like or like each episode you're rooting for one of them, yeah, and hating the other ones. And they all have they all have a glimpse of. Uh, What's the thing in storytelling where the you know uh, the bad person becomes good? They all almost get there and then they retreat. They yeah. all almost get to being like yeah. a hero. They all they almost have their hero story and then they retreat and are a terrible person again. And oh, daddy's back in control. Oh fuck! It's so and but the writing. Yeah, it's really good. It's, I actually used to go. I used to watch the episode, and and then I would uh, just listen to the audio and fall asleep to it. Because the rhythm of their talking is so good. Yeah. It's so like none of them, not, I don't think any of them even act that way regularly. Yeah. They all, they, it's so, it's almost like watching a Sorkin where the dialogue is so rhythmic totally. in this way. Especially when they're in a vicious like business battle. Have you gotten to when they go to the vacation house? Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen them all. Okay. <laughs> that shit is the funniest. When he does math. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But when they are like getting to the vacation house and everybody has an opinion about it yeah. all of a sudden, cause it's not even the vacation house. It's where one of them, it's one of their houses. It's the brother. It's the Ferris Bueller. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Yes. What's that actor's name? When they, Oh yeah. <laughs> I got to watch it again. It's been so long when they get, and they all have to have their opinion all the time about everything. Yeah. It's so, cause we all do that. But these are people you hate. Yeah. So when they have an opinion, you hate them. But they're all so fucking witty. They're also having opinions about, you know, like the most beautiful home. They all hate the wives and husbands of the family. Yeah. Everybody hates the wives and husbands. And of course they do. Yeah. The ones that all want to be in. Who's the one who wants to be in favor of the dad all the time? And, but he's and he picks up the cousin. He's like mentoring the cousin. Oh, yeah. But he's swarming. And the cousin is hilarious. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's, that's the, the, Yes, that's the daughter's husband. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And he's a piece of shit, and he doesn't know what he's doing, but, but he keeps getting... He's kind of the most sympathetic character, though. In a way, yeah. Like I like that he gets put in charge of the whatever. The parks. But he can't... He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, that show is different. It's it, good. It's really good. Yeah. It's people you hate, but well done. Yeah. Ballers, uh, Entourage, and... Billions, billions, ballers, entourage, and ballers, billions, and uh, wait, billboard. But, but ball, I don't. I've never seen ballers. It's entourage, but NFL and billions though is not really like that, right? No, because uh, entourage and ballers is all about the fun, fast paced, blah yeah. blah blah. Billions is like a TV show version of Wall Street, the movie, not totally W A, but modern, modern. Yeah, We're talking yeah, about exactly. hedge funds. Yeah, instead of them, where it was like all about racquetball <clears> and steam room, <throat> these guys are all about <clears throat> meditating and like and having an organic farm to table restaurant. Yes, yes. <laughs> now I like billions because I like that dude who's I've never heard him use a British accent, even though he's British. He's British, and he's Damien Lewis. Am I close? Is da- he in a dragon Damon? movie? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he's in a movie with dragons. I feel I've seen Rain of Fire or something. No, that's Christian Bale and uh, Matthew Gerard Butler and 
Is Gerard Butler good. in that? Yeah, he's the sidekick of. I just that movie rules. I, know, I just had to buy it because it's not available streaming anywhere. I bought right. it. Well, because it was one of those where when you click on it and it says oh, rent for three ninety nine, buy for four ninety nine. Yep, we're just gonna buy Remember it. When he just jumps with the axe, <laughs> yeah. dude. Matthew McConaughey with the sleeveless wool aviator jacket. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and he's so. The movie's not bad. Actually, go having watched it recently, it's fun enough. But there's enough drama in them trying to keep their community together. There's enough meat there yeah. that you can buy in. And we'll get to the end. Yeah, and we'll get to the end. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'm so glad you brought up Billions. Because uh, welcome to uh, the new podcast uh, with Jamie and Travis, uh, Billions and Billions, where we dissect every episode and why this show is the best garbage on earth. Yeah. No, um, I'm more mad because they... There's no information about this, but they've never released the season finale yeah. since uh, COVID. And they've never finished the season. You can't find any reason why they haven't. And I'm so mad because I just want to, I just want to, just, I just want the, pl- I just want to complete the set and figure out how they were going to, because the, the episode, uh, which is like, I think it's three from what the end would be. There's like supposed to be two more episodes, I think. Oh, it wasn't even a season; it was episodes. No, this last season, there's two missing episodes at the end. Oh shit! Yeah, and because and, of COVID. Yeah, and I don't think they filmed them yet, or it's something weird. But it's it's fucked up somehow. They the season finales are still two episodes away. Weird. But the episode they ended on was the. It's called the episode's called the Limitless shit, where they think they've discovered the Limitless drug. Oh, like the Bradley yeah. Cooper, and it's more comedic, which is just Adderall. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I watch that movie often. I've seen that movie a million. times. The Bradley times. Cooper movie, yeah, and the TV show is really fucking good. Oh, there's a TV show. Like, there? if you like, yeah, and Bradley Cooper's involved. They didn't just re, they didn't reboot it. You yeah. know how they do that. It's like a Fargo, Fargo. Thing. This is like the chapter two. Uh huh. Um, it's pretty good, and I like. I don't know why that fantasy really does something for me. I mean, obviously it does something for everybody, but the pill that makes everything better. Yeah. Obviously. It does something for me too. It does it's something kind for of everybody. A problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, are there dragons involved? <laughs> I feel like there's dragons involved. <laughs> um, that, uh, that episode's actually super entertaining to me because it's slightly comedic. Because they find what they think is that's the limitless drug or something really? like it. in billions? And they call it, they're like, this is like the limitless shit. And they're doing it. And, and everything's like, and they're like all, it's faster paced. They're like, oh, you got to sell this and do this, blah, blah, blah. By the end of the episode, they find out that they fucked everything up and it wasn't doing that. So it was Adderall. And they did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they did the like, oh, because I the way the episode's working, you're thinking like, oh, fuck, they're really... Wow, I can't believe they went this direction. This sucks. Yeah, they, they, they. This is jumping the shark. But when they, they're all into it, and then they find out like that everything they did was wrong. Wow. And from what I've seen of billions, this is a strange it direction. Is. It is, and it's worth. It's only understandable how strange it is if you've seen the seasons where yeah, you're yeah. like, well, wait, they were all wrong. Yeah. Because the way they usually make the characters wrong is, you know, self conflict. Uh, human nature, right? So like this, this one blew up in a weird way. Yeah, it's funny, but it makes me mad because I still, I just want to know how the season fucking ends. Because I, I don't, I, I, it's not like I don't love that show because of what it is about. 
it's the same reason I like billion or uh, ballers and those. They're just like same reason. Uh, what did what did uh, what did uh, Scorsese call <clears throat> Avengers movies? Uh, uh, amusement parks. Amusement or park movies. Yeah, they're like amusement parks for movies. Yeah, I know they're great. Yeah, like they don't mean anything. And they don't do anything to you. Except and, uh, here's the thing that I, my argument against that is like with a show like Billions, it it puts on a pedestal <laughs> this like life totally that is real. Yeah, those people are real. Totally, hedge funds are real. The people that work there are yeah. real, and they suck, and they are damaging society. Yes, you know. Well, so then, so but, it like puts it it shows that world, and yes, it gets into like the problems with that world, and those people have problems and all this shit. Yeah. But still, it's a little bit like the Wolf of Wall Street. Like no matter what happens to those people in that movie, still there's some douchebags, you know, that are graduating from f- fucking Hofstra next year and go work on Wall Street who are like, I want that. Uh, that's what the and movie, I hate that. Uh, that's what the movie Boiler Room is about. Yes, where exactly. they are they are literally watching the movie and quoting it in yes. the movie. It's exactly that, and they go to and fail. that's like real. And I, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm you from a, a place where like that's what you know. Yeah. half of the men in particular totally aspire to. Yeah, and I hate it. I hate I hate. That's why I think I like it because that's why I can't stand. Like or like, why I like uh, it's not necessarily the amusement park ride theory as much as I hate Entourage because we've all met those dudes, yeah, and we hate those dudes. I hate ballers because I can't stand uh, the idolization of I can't stand the idolization of just about anybody, mm-hmm. but the idolization of professional sports stars is really fucked up to me. Unless they're cool, sure, but for the most part, um, everybody's fallible and everybody sucks. Yeah. Uh, I hate the idolization of politics, pol- politicians. Like that's weird to me. It's in the same boat. We Being should a f- not fan of a politician is so strange. Is that weird? Me. So I like that part of it because I'm mainly hate watching. You know, like yeah, although yeah. watching watch ballers, uh, I'm quite entertained by Denzel's kid, whatever his name is. Damn it! Oh, is he in ballers? Yeah, Lieutenant? Yeah, and I think that was his first thing. Cool. And I'm actually entertained by him. And The Rock is. It's hard not to like The Rock. I like The Rock. But um, I watch all of The Rock's big stupid movies. So do I. Yeah, I just watched Tooth Fairy the other night for no Skyscraper. reason. Skyscraper. That was weird. Oh, Skyscraper's so bad. Uh, um, San San Andreas is San even Andreas. worse. Uh, uh, what's the one that's based on that horrible video game? Oh, with the giant monsters. Doom? No, he's not in Doom. He is in Doom. He is? Pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. I, I think no he's idea. in Doom. I think he's a space marine or whatever. Uh, no, with the like the giant ape. But it's oh. not King Kong. Oh, he's, he's white. There's white. Uh, it's called. It's called. Uh, Rompers. What is it called? It's called like Jackie. No. It's, Jackie. What is it? Uh, what the hell? It's the. It's the. It's the ape's name, isn't it? Uh, Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. Um. Speaking of. Dude, that guy's been in some funny movies. <laughs> we. We didn't have to try at all to come up with the no, and we, three and absurd ones. And we've seen them. <laughs> That's amazing. Because uh, uh, Skyscraper is kind of the reboot of Towering Inferno. San Andreas is like this weird surge of... Because it came out shortly after Day of Day After Tomorrow, uh-huh. which I do. Disaster. I watch, I watch that Every few one. years, there's a little like, oh, disaster movies are back. Yeah. yeah. Greenland, did you see that? Loved it. Loved the shit out of it. <sighs> it stressed me out. Oh, no, no. Uh like so stressful like i went through oh i cleaned the house that night because i was so freaked out about like greenland it's probably not you probably say greenland 
Not Greenland. Greenland. <laughs> right? Sure. But you don't live there. You don't know. I don't know. You're not a, you're not you're not of the people. Uh-uh. Um no, I uh I loved Greenland. That's like right in my wheelhouse for just realistic enough. Just enough of the and I like I like uh when we look at global uh, catastrophes from the point of view of like three people. Yeah. I love that movement. And I hate it. I know. <laughs> Cause it, well, and there is, there's a lot of reasons I hate it. Yeah. Cause of the way it makes you feel like who cares about your failing marriage. If everyone is going <coughs> to die, for instance. <laughs> yes. But is there a love story I could give less of a shit about? Yes. No. The main theme though, is the separation getting separated from oh, where you dude, have to split when, the, when they steal the kid. It's so good. It's so good. Ugh. I know. And it's Roy from the office. 100%. Also that the, the, the idea that you literally can't trust anybody yeah. is, is I just watched 28 days, uh, 28 weeks later. Oh, when the, when the Marines come and it started with him, uh, leaving his wife in the room with the zombie and just bailing. Oh shit. Oh shit. Actually that movie has such a good, solid turn i need to i've only seen that once when it first came out i know I, i've only seen it probably five or six times considering i've seen 28 days later 500 times, times yeah um to the point where i can't even press play on it like i, I know i know that movie yeah that movie's good I, oh i love that movie the way they do every step there's no there's nothing that happens that isn't perfect it's like it, die hard it, yeah. in a way except for it's just really good it's not like die hard's fun but every every move in Die Hard is kind of perfect. I think Die Hard's really good. Personally. I think it's one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Written wise, word wise, or written page, Die Hard is kind of. I don't think of, it's lacking in any way, really. It's if so you don't like that kind of movie, that's fine. No, no. But if you like that kind of movie, it's like. I mean, I watch. I I, I had to buy all the Die Hards uh, digitally because I'm tired of them bouncing around streaming wise. <laughs> this is why cell phones are terrible. This is why I, cell phones are terrible. There you go. This is why cell phones are so terrible. Because because we're ha- we're just having a delightful conversation. Our audience is here. You glanced at your phone, sighed, and almost died inside. I'm sorry. We have a problem with the van. My van is at the mechanic. We're pausing right now. Yeah, let's pause. Let's pause. Let's do that. <laughs> um. <sighs> all right. What a fun hard left turn we're about to take. That sucked. I don't care what we were talking about. It's not even that I remember what we were talking about. I don't care what we were talking about before. You have a delivery van that's about to cost you a shit ton of money. Yeah, I just found out the the oil change tire rotation turned into um, <laughs> you, a four figure we're, situation. We're dropping a we're gonna drop a new uh, Anderson valve and a new Johnson rod in there for you. It's gonna be great. Except when you have a uh, we have a Freightliner Sprinter, so it has this diesel mercedes engine it's in a it. beautiful it's beautiful, great it's beautiful. really cool yeah um but it's also apparently really expensive to like do anything to mm-hmm. and that's what we're paying for right now yeah so that's you're paying the you're paying the 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 consistent yearly import tax <sighs> or you're paying the nice vehicle tax it's really depressing. it is depressing um you and i went and bought cbd uh, earlier today while we were avoiding podcasting. I just ate half the bottle. You did just crush 250 milligrams of uh, CBD. <coughs> it's not going to do anything. I don't think. CBD's not even real. It is real, but uh, 250, like me, 100 milligrams is the minimum for any use. Yeah. 200, I'm 200 in now. 
And I don't think I'm going... I mean, I might get a little... You're not nearly as professional as I am. <laughs> so, I don't participate in any use of anything. <clears throat> so, it's a, it'll be a strange thing to see. And you have to drive me home. Yeah, I'll be able to drive you home. Stop along the way. Who cares? I mean, what we got? We got all day. We got all day. I belong to we're Mercedes gonna, now. Anyway, we're gonna <laughs> to Morris Mercedes. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna leave here. We're gonna grab some stuff out of your car. My groceries. We're gonna grab your we groceries. got lettuce in there, man. We're gonna we're gonna get. It's some gonna f- be all wilty. We're gonna get some five on black. Then we're gonna stop at the River City Grill. Yeah, dude. And then we're gonna stop at Cully's. I love it. We're gonna we're gonna make a whole. Yeah, Cully's <laughs> will put me in a good mood. <laughs> Places, um. That place is intense. They just don't try very hard. I've stopped there. It's basically like a drinking club. I've never been into anything but just into the gas station. Oh, so just to get some incredibly expensive something. Uh, I At the time, uh, back in the days of Zen. Oh, yeah. I had to <laughs> the buy days the days of Zen. <laughs> the days in. Um, back in the days of Zen, I had to buy... Which those were about four bucks. Uh, I had to buy it there for seven fifty. Yeah, I bought a nine volt battery there for nine dollars <laughs> once. <laughs> Holy shit! Those goddamn dicks. They could just get them at. Costco. But you know, like obviously, I needed oh, yeah. it really bad. It's like, what do you know? Yeah, I, you don't have a choice. That's it. I mean, that's like that's national park price. Man. It was crazy. Maybe it was eight fifty or something. It no. was over eight dollars. I can't believe actually how much nine volts are anyway. How like, much are they normally? Like three bucks. Yeah. Um, but then it's still way. Costco for me, Costco. If I showed you, uh, I'll show you before we leave. I'll describe it here. Um, I use a lot of nine volt batteries, uh, with music pedals gear. and whatnot, yeah. music gear. And, um, I get into the habit of always needing them, but I don't need as many as I used to, but I'm still, when they're when at Costco, at the normal grocery trip, I still like swing by and I'll grab a couple nine volts. <laughs> and uh, um, I just noticed the other day I use the uh, batteries, the twenty, what is it, twenty five thirty two, the little disc battery. Yeah, I use those, and that's also a music gear thing. Tuners and other things, uh, some pickups use those batteries. Okay, Costco finally has the sheet of them. Oh, nice. Where you can get like 12 of them, and the price is so good. But I have a drawer, the battery drawer at this house. Is it stocked? <laughs> I have an amount of 9 volts and CR 2032s, 2032s. I have an amount of I those. CR 2032s? Yeah, those that's what my digital scale uses. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baking scale, Travis. <laughs> My digital scale, I was going to say, my digital scale uses a 9-volt. So, okay, that's the only batteries that exist. (laughs) Okay. God, that's hilarious. My digital scale. Oh, okay. Uh (laughs) That's really funny. That joke will never die. The digital scale. Anybody who has a digital scale, the first thing that never popped into my brain, because I didn't know. Yeah. But the first thing that pops into most people's brains is, oh, yeah, digital scale? Oh, what I don't do think that that's for? true. I think it's bake. I think people think of it as a baking scale. I think they do now. Yeah. Yeah. Any, if you had a digital scale even five years ago, that's because... My drug scale uses triple A's. <laughs> yeah, it's got my drug scale. <laughs> no, it's got to be like, uh, it's got to be, we have to make that like the hipster swing of like, oh, no, my digital scale uses little weights. 
<laughs> or no, my drug scale. I use actually. I have little tiny weights. It's a balance. <laughs> that would be it's awesome. That would be really awesome. <laughs> the drug going to see your drug dealer milligrams. takes even longer. Oh my god! Yeah, Jeez. there we go. Okay, you can put three hundred of those little beads on that. I know that all the little three milligram scale weights keep rolling <laughs> under the couch. But anyway, um, I have an amount of those batteries that is obscene. Yeah, like to the point of um, uh, like it's they're in the way. Packaging is in the way. Like there's too many of them. Anyway, I love that. That's still the thing. Like. Cully's could just go to Costco and grab a package of those and sell them individually. Yeah, I don't know. I Sometimes it feels they like they just they don't want, want you to shop there. They want to use their distributor. So they have somebody bring them to them. They get everything from Shein Majestic is the word. Do they the really? Street. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think is a good way to do it. I don't think so either. I mean, obviously looking at the prices, $9 battery. Yeah. Because they're not like, it's not in the middle of nowhere. That's on the way to things that's on the way to things that's not like and there's people who live there that might benefit from a resource yeah like that's not charging you that much yeah or you know uh my favorite are when uh you go to the smaller town gas stations that the um you know the bag the bag of chips says 99 cents but they're a buck 45 yeah like hey come on come on it's okay you're not you're not making you're not making a difference no oh my god anyway i'm so distracted by how annoyed such i am such a right hard now. left turn we all know i can't even think anybody also i brought the van there at 10 oh yeah you got fucked you had a reservation and they called me at 3 30 to tell me i mean you had a reservation was, was the point at, 10, of bringing right? me at 10 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. booked it a month ago yeah oh that's so stupid i hate that shit yeah uh everybody here at this table, everybody listening knows when you have to fucking have a, when you have to take your car to the goddamn thing and they have to tell you, oh, guess what? Oh, it's going to cost X amount. And you never know going you know in. He was laughing as he told me. Now you heard him spit in my face. That seems, uh, it seems like we're overdoing it a little. Yeah. This episode's brought to you by uh, Demoris Mercedes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, of all the local businesses we are allowed to talk shit about, we can talk shit about that one. Here, let me see your phone. I'll give you a little gift. I like these stickers. <laughs> Travis got stickers that say, well, they say two things, right? Yeah, I got the, I got the old ones, or they got ones that are for, like, put them on my gear and they have my phone number on them so people know how to get a hold of me to return my gear to me. Yeah. Like if I leave something behind, but then I got, I got ones that say they're just tiny little one inch stickers that say, remember the mighty Travis is watching and judging. Thank you. <laughs> I wonder if this will have any impact on my psyche. I'm buying into, I, I got told by a fellow musician that I'm too judgmental and I should let things go more. So I made those stickers instead. <laughs> I have more questions about this. <laughs> I'm too judgmental. Fine. Fine. Let's advertise it. Let's use it as part of the promo. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's the way that works, man. Oh, God. Um, Embracing the shortcomings. All right, this has been... Jamie. An amazing... <laughs> <laughs> I set it up perfectly. Uh... This has been amazing. Uh, we never get to see each other anymore. No, this was a fun day. 
And yeah. it's going to continue because you're very kindly going to drive me all the way to uh, Potomac I'm now. Drive you to Potomac. Let's go hang out. Wow. Thank you. I can't go inside. I can I can see some of the doggies. That'll be fun. Oh, or the cat situation. Yeah. Well, you can. I can't be look in your house. Stuff. I haven't seen your um. I haven't seen your place for years. That looks like like crazy right now. I, I went. We made a podcast from there after you first moved in. Yeah. But we. I haven't been out there since. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where it is. Let's still. do it, baby. All right. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh. I could throw this football over this mountain. Okay. <laughs> Jamie, Jesus. Fuck. This is with Jamie and Travis. Present! Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Present!